Welcome to the Sweetest Mean Mummy podcast. Having three girls with 15 years between them means that my parenting journey is sometimes a dizzying roller coaster. Join me as I reflect on the adventure that each season brings, the challenges, and most certainly the laughs that come with managing the insurgents big daughter, small daughter, and baby daughter. We are not a picture-perfect family, but there's enough love and faith to keep us going strong. The book of Job in the Bible is a tough one to read. If, like me, you have grown up in the Christian tradition, A famous verse from this book is often quoted at funerals. Job 1 verse 20 says, Naked I came from my mother's womb, and naked I'll live this life. The Lord gives and the Lord takes away. Praise the name of the Lord. At this point, Job was responding to the news that he had lost his property, his servants, and most painfully, his children. The Bible tells us that Job stood up, tore his robe, and shaved his head. I had thought that at this point he would have collapsed with loud wails, needing to be held by the servants who had brought this tragic news. Instead, he fell to the ground and worshipped. The Bible says that throughout this ordeal, he did not sin or blame God for anything. Okay, maybe the guy was going through shock. He was probably numb from taking it all in. His stoicism made me shake my head with awe when, after this tragic loss, he went on to suffer from incurable boils all over his body. His grief-stricken wife was fed up. She told him to curse God and die. I can relate. At that moment, what was there to live for? After all those burials, how was anyone even functioning? However, her husband remained firm and accepted his lot without complaint until his friends came to visit. Eliphaz the Temanite, Bildad, the Shuhite and Zophar, the Nemathite, met together to go and offer sympathy and comfort to Job after hearing about the great tragedy that had befallen him. After seven days of silent mourning, with no one saying a word because of the intensity of Job's suffering, the man could take it no more. I have read about Swiss psychiatrist Elizabeth Kubler-Ross's five stages of grief, denial, anger, bargaining, depression, and acceptance. They are not chronological, and one may move back and forth between stages. When Job was finally able to speak, he was definitely at the anger stage. If you want to get a clear picture of Job's frame of mind at that moment, look no further than Job chapter 10 verse 1. I am disgusted.
disgusted with my life. I will express my complaint and speak in the bitterness of my soul. This is after his friends had dared to suggest that his misfortune must be divine punishment for plowing injustice. Why do people do that? What is it about human nature that makes us treat the grieving like this? Especially if they appear to be successful, if they have made it in life. Yes, of course, Bildad, go ahead and blame the dead children. In verse 3 of chapter 8, this champion of sensitivity asks Job, Does God pervert justice? Does the Almighty pervert what is right? Since your children sinned against him, he gave them over to their rebellion. Hmm. I am not saying that I could never be that insensitive, but at least I would not say it within the short time that the man had spent after burying all his offspring. To his face? Sheesh! At least whisper it behind his back. When I read Job chapter 3 verse 3, I felt deeply for the man. Why was I not still born? Why didn't I die as I came from the womb? If you have fought the black dog of depression, these are familiar sentiments. And that is why the Bible is so precious. On some dark nights, when the mind is tired from racing thoughts of doom and gloom, and the dawn promises no relief, I have asked the why, why questions. Therefore, when I read books like Job or the Psalms, where David so eloquently expresses his despair, it brings comfort to my soul. Some cuts to the heart are so deep, you cannot let anyone see the bloody mess they make. Seeing these biblical characters express their heartbreak and helplessness before life's cruelties is incredibly encouraging. These are men that truly loved God and revered Him, but they had to work through moments of dis despair. I must say that reading this story also gave me the strength and knowledge to ignore my own modern-day bildads always eager to explain the inexplicable and add salt to fresh wounds. What people call a job moment comes from this story. This is when things go inexplicably awry, when all hell breaks loose, when stuff hits the fan, when everything that can go wrong will go wrong. You get the picture. This is usually followed, like Job, by a period of self-pity and anger at God for letting it happen. In chapter 9, verse 17, Job says, He batters me with a whirlwind and multiplies my wounds without cause. 
poor guy. However, the story ends well. Spectacularly. Like a Hollywood movie or maybe a telenovela. Chapter 42 verse 10 has probably got to be one of my most favorite in the Bible. It says, After Job had prayed for his friends, the Lord restored his prosperity and doubled his previous possessions. He even got more reassuring company, family and friends that converged at his home to help him deal with his loss. In the end, Job was blessed with more children, including gorgeous daughters that received an inheritance with their brothers. When Job finally died, the Bible says he was old and full of days. And that there is exactly the point. As I grow in the knowledge of God and his unfathomable love for his creation and for me, that is the Job moment I think of these days. I imagine Job, very old, satisfied with life and happy, telling his great-grandchildren about an awesome and powerful God, a God of restoration. I imagine him especially cherishing everything he has after knowing the pain of loss. I then imagine the sweetest mean mummy, also old and full of days, telling her great-grandchildren about her job moment, the moment when God restored her to a life of abundance, of being comfortable in the skin he had created her in. The moment when he surrounded her with relationships that nourished and encouraged. The moment when he showed her who he was and not what religion portrayed him to be. The moment when she realized that she was not powerless before the enemy. That God had provided the armor to resist him so that he could flee. The moment when the truth of God's grace filled her with immense gratitude. The moment she saw all things working together for her good. The best job moment is when you encounter God's love and he restores you. There is more. Sweetestmeanmummy.com